The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. Beautiful fall morning, and we're going to be talking about the city of Murfreesboro this morning. If you want to join us in conversation, you can do it two ways. You can call us and talk with us on the telephone, just like you would anybody else, 615-893-1450. Or you can text us the message, use your cell phone and text a question to us. We'll be happy to reply that way too. As we mentioned, we're focusing on the city of Murfreesboro this morning. Visiting with us, Murfreesboro City Council member Austin Maxwell. Austin, good morning to you. Good morning. Good to have you with us on this fall morning. And it feels, a fall officially comes next week, but it feels like fall today. It does feel like fall. That's I mean, it's good. nice to, to see it cool off uh, a bit, and uh, pretty soon it'll be time for fire pits and just enjoying yeah. the fall weather. We'll all enjoy that, and a beautiful uh, colors of fall, too, will be here pretty soon well as you look at uh, you, you're relatively new to the city council uh, what made you decide to become a member of the city council it's something that had been on my mind honestly since uh, probably 2012 I'd actually uh, pulled the papers and picked up my petition way back in 2012 but I'll, I got a call from work at the time and they uh, informed me, that, you know, pretty soon I'd be up for a promotion. I'd be traveling seven to eight states. And it was kind of my decision if I wanted to run for city council at that time. And I came to the conclusion that that wasn't the right time with four boys, the military, uh, and a lot of, lot of stuff going on. So it's been on my mind. And after retiring from the uh, uh, National Guard in 2017, being an empty nester with all our kids out of the house, it kind of came it popped back into my mind that if i was ever going to run and serve my city um this would be the right time so it, it was really a desire to continue to serve i've served pretty much all my life whether it was in the military um, now i'm serving my city now have you lived in murfreesboro for a while i mean did you fall in love with the city i fell in love with the city i grew up in knoxville um met Claire, my wife, uh, she was a Daniel, and you may remember her Her dad was Scott Daniel. He was an attorney in town. Her mother was Kathy Daniel, and uh, basically, you know, we got married in 1990 at First Baptist Church, and so I can remember leaving First Baptist Church, going to the old Garden Plaza, which is now the Doubletree on Old Fort, and there was literally nothing in between. There might have been a Walmart on Old Fort. And so we got married, came back in 98, and, you know, we're never leaving. I've lived in Murfreesboro now longer than, than I did in Knoxville growing up. But it's a great city. It's a beautiful city. Rutherford County is a great place to be. The, the secret is out. That's why we're just continuing to grow at such a great clip. And I, I guess I want to do my part to make sure that we continue to have what I call smart but balanced growth. 
And that's what the city is working on right now. Uh, I guess the biggest question that seems to come up on a regular basis is traffic. Is traffic. <laughs> traffic. have heard that before. <laughs> I've heard that before. I heard that on the campaign trail. I heard it door knocking. Uh, traffic is a huge thing. There's probably some things, you know, we can do from a traffic standpoint. Um, I think one of the first things would be to kind of look at, okay, where are the, the choke points traffic-wise? Um, let's just assume, you know, it was Old Fort, for example. Is it possible to put in some sort of smart technology on the lights that would allow the lights to turn on a little sooner when needed and to, and to stay on when necessary? There are some municipalities that invested in that and it has helped improve commute times um, around their particular cities. That's one thing. <clears throat> but, in the, in, you know, in, in town, you know, if you look at our roads, so many of our roads are really state highways, you know, from 231 to 96 to, to 41. Those are state highways. So we have to work with TDOT hand in hand to make sure that we can, you know, get the funds and get the roads widened as necessary and do what is necessary to make sure we can get commutes around this town a little bit easier. So I guess with most of the roads being state highways, you don't want to mess up the state deciding to use their money to make the changes instead of the city. Yeah, it's it's a partnership. And, and we are in, in some ways, you know, a little bit of dependent on the state, you know. Um, so it's a, it's a partnership. And I'll actually be meeting in a couple of weeks, uh, I want to say his name's Jim Kerr, Jim Kerr with traffic. And just really just talk to him about it and really kind of look at our comprehensive plan for traffic management and growth, you know, over the next 10 years. What is that comprehensive plan? Here's a text from a listener. She said, I'm glad that you have mentioned state roads. Uh, there's a road that gives me a fit every time I drive on it. And suddenly my uh, vehicle with its GPS system calls it a state number instead of its name. And they said that that's Thompson Lane, and it uh, goes by a number now yep. on their GPS. They said that Thompson Lane traffic makes her want to pull her hair out in the morning and in the evening. Hey, I don't live on Thompson Lane, but the times I've been up there, I've, I certainly understand what she means. And that, that road widening is set to begin, if I'm not mistaken, uh, on Thompson Lane. And that's hopefully... You know, we can make that a quicker project than what occurred down there on uh, 99 at the Costco and Warrior Drive. It seemed like that particular project took longer than expected. Hopefully the Thompson Lane project um, can be, you know, more efficient, I guess. Do you have any projections on when that will begin? The, you know, I do not have those uh, at my fingertips, but I do know that it's on the docket. Um, uh, Rom, Rom sends us uh, an update, gosh, weekly of all the road projects. And I don't recall uh, that, but he does send, I know he sends that. We, to we w have it yeah. on the radio. You get it on, you get it on the website, I know, yeah. here at WGNS. So those are, that, that's great news. Uh, so, uh, and one of the other questions that comes up, and we have a question about that. I, I figured you start on Thompson Lane, somebody would bring this up, and that's, you can probably guess what it's, Cherry Lane. Cherry Lane, yep. <laughs> A again, um, 
great question. You know, Cherry Lane is a challenge, and that's that's something that we've got to address. I mean, the, the thing about as fast as we're growing, we've done a, a good job as a city. Um, the growth of this city, if you had told me back in 1990 when I got married, or 1998 when I moved back, that Murfreesboro and Rutherford County would be poised to become, you know, our fourth largest city and county, and that we would have more kids in Rutherford County schools than Hamilton County schools, I would have said you would have been crazy. But it's happened, it's happening, and, you know, we've got to address our infrastructure. Our infrastructure in terms of roads, our infrastructure in terms of sewage, sewer capacity, those are things that we're going to have to, to take a look at and make sure that we are actually not only caught up, but getting ahead because the growth is coming. They're coming. The word is out. Well, one of the things people always are concerned with, and that's enough water mm-hmm. to, to supply the needs. Uh, do we have that pretty well under control? My understanding is is yes. Um, That's another meeting I've got coming up, but my understanding is from a water capacity, uh, we are in good shape, you know, so far. Um, I do not want to get into a situation, though, where, you know, uh uh-oh, we don't have enough. I mean, you look at what was a few years ago, Bart, down in, uh, I want to say, in North Georgia. Oh, yeah. They were trying to basically change the, the state line so they could tap into the Tennessee River, you know. Uh, you know, fortunately, we've got a very good collection of rivers. You know, Nashville obviously has the Cumberland River. Uh, you know, we've got the Stones River, the East and West Forks. Um, so, to my knowledge, we're in good capa- shape, you know, water capacity-wise. But that's a very good question, and I'm going to put that on my to-do list. At one point, we were getting, I guess, most of our water from the intake uh, there uh, right behind the Veterans Hospital. Mm-hmm. Someone said we also had a, a connection with Percy Priest Lake for uh, emergency situations. I believe so. Do we so. still have that? I believe so. Okay. 615-893-1450. Talk or text if you have a question this morning dealing with the city of Murfreesboro. And here's another question. A person says, uh, the cost of living keeps going up and up and up faster than my income is going. Uh, do you see any changes in Murfreesboro's uh, tax situation? Are we going to be hit with a surprise tax anytime soon? You know, my goal would be I would never want to raise taxes on anybody. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fundamental, you know, low-tax, no-tax person. Um, you know, I think Reagan said it once before. The, the worst thing you can hear is when somebody says, hi, I'm here from the government and I'm here to help. And it's not that I'm anti-government, but the point is if government is spending their money efficiently and providing the services that we need efficiently, there shouldn't be a need for a tax increase. There may come a time, you know, where you have uh, one-time adjustments. You know, you maybe one, maybe at some point in time you have a two percent or a three percent, but maybe that's necessary to fund your police and your fire and to do the necessary improvement on a particular road or a sewage project. If if it's that case, that's easier for a constituent to understand. But fundamentally, I would never want to see uh, a tax increase like the one we had back in 2020. You know, we were very fortunate and we lived off 
the uh, proceeds, you know, from the uh, gateway and the sale of land, and that was wonderful, but that's gone. And so as long as we continue to, you know, manage our budget accordingly, and we're in a very good uh, fiscal situation as a city in terms of our reserves and our overall, you know, sales tax revenues. Let's take a phone call here. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Austin Maxwell. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, I was wanting to know, is the city planning on changing all the street lights to the uh, color of the lights going down Medical Center Parkway? Because this is impossible to see even if you got your headlights on when you're going down through that. Okay, now you're saying, uh, are you saying that the lights are not bright enough to see, or what? Well, they're just blinding. They're purple. Oh. They're, all of them are purple. Okay. What time of the day is that? Mostly after dark. Mostly after dark, okay. He's talking about the, the lights that light the roadway. Yeah. Um, great question. Um I'm not aware of it, but I'm going to make a note and discuss that. You know, I'll actually run over there probably when I get off the radio and ask that question just to see. But you're basically saying that they're purple at dark. You're saying it, it should be a different color to light up the roadway is what you're saying. Yes, sir. Okay. Whenever, thank you. whenever you're driving down the road, you see all the purple light, but it's just like you can't even that you got your headlights on. Let me ask you this, just out of curiosity, because um, last night I was uh, out, and and I was uh, in a parking lot getting in the car, and I looked over, and there was Medical Center Parkway, and I noticed the lights looked purple. Okay. I don't think I'd noticed that before. Have you seen this for a while, or, or what? Because I'm, I'm with you. The lights are purple, at least on yeah. the bridge there. Yeah, it's interesting you brought that up because I noticed that last night and I thought, I don't remember. First of all, I, I kept looking at it trying to figure out, are those street lights? <laughs> and, and now you mention it, so that confirms it, yeah. Thank you for calling on that, and uh, we'll find out, and we'll have it on the radio. All right, thank you. Thank you. Austin, if you would, let us yeah. know what you find on Yeah, that. just uh, a side note, I do seem to recall that uh, Middle Tennessee Electric is evaluating that because some of the uh, LED fixtures, I guess, are casting a purplish hue. So, you know, Middle Tennessee Electric, I, I do understand, is evaluating that and taking a look mm -hmm. at it. But I'll, I'll swing over uh, to council and see exactly what's going on. You know, there was a question, too, I guess, around the um, Cherry Lane. And, you know, Cherry Lane, I guess, is it's, you know, phase three is in the kind of the property uh, acquisition phase. Phase two is in environmental planning. You know, so as we check off these particular phases, we'll eventually get to that and, you know, get that road taken care of. We have a text from a listener who says that uh, when uh, Medical Center Parkway was built, that they put in special lighting to try to hold all of the lights down toward the street and not let them get up into the sky and uh, absorb uh, some of the 
night stars and things of that sort. Uh, I wonder, I don't think that this would be anything with that, but the person wanted to bring that up. Uh, but since the guy called in, I truly noticed last night the, the blue look to the lights, yeah. and it was strange looking. Yeah. I'm typically, uh, you know, I'm not up there. I'm kind of a homebody late at night. I'm not up on <laughs> Medical Center Parkway. But if you say it, you know, Bart, I believe you. Well, I know I, the caller was, uh, says it. And it's clearly, I do recall that it was mentioned that there is a purplish hue and, and MTE yeah. is taking a look at it. I had never seen that before. 615-893-1450. If you have a question or a comment this morning, 615-893-1450. A listener is asking about the visibility of the city. Uh, They're saying that uh, for the city to continue to grow and continue to prosper, it needs to have the look of a successful city. Uh, And they're saying uh, it's, it's... Interesting that we're going to be catching up with Chattanooga. There's talk about us catching up to Knoxville, but things that we won't ever have would be a large downtown area that makes us look like a city. Uh, But then I think there's some work going on to change that. There there is some work going on to change that. And if you think about, uh, we voted on this, uh, you know, last council meeting to begin the daylighting of the the creek you know you may recall where the old kentucky fried chicken is and there used to be a gas station here on broad there's this you know underground you know creek that's culverted but we're basically going to begin that process of opening up and daylighting that creek and in time we will transform the downtown you know we'll have a creek Uh, there's plans for a nice downtown you know outdoor park and walkway um, with commercial retail, uh, hopefully, you know, the right mix of, uh, condominiums as well as apartments. And so, yeah, we will transform the downtown. <clears throat> um, you know, I grew up in Knoxville. I know what they're referring to is, you know, downtown Knoxville has a, a beautiful downtown, oh, you know, they've market done a great square. Job. They've done yeah. a great job. You know, Chattanooga's done a great job with, with their downtown. So I think in time, if we do this right and the plans I've seen, it looks fabulous you know we're going to have a an even better you know downtown than we have right now here's a listener who's writing in they said they've lived here in murfreesboro all of their life and it's interesting that you bring up daylighting the creek that's in the culvert they said they can remember why it was put in the culvert because that area was flooding all of the time there were shanty houses there and they were always uh, underwater with mm-hmm. any rain. Uh, why would that uh, not happen again if you bring the creek back? Great question. And that's probably a question for the engineers. So I'm going to put it on the engineers that um, they've got something improved and even better so that it won't flood and, you know, will take care of, you know, any sort of torrential downpours and heavy rains. I know there are parts of... You know, Broad Street, you know, as you're going towards my house, up towards Broad and the CVS there, you know, that area will typically flood a little bit. I can see what they mean by that. Um, And that was part of the reason why they did do it, you know, back in, gosh, you know, 80-some-odd years ago. But I'm going to put it on engineering that once we do this, we're going to do it and do it the right way, and it won't be an issue. 
Tell you I'm what, very let's confident. Do. Let's pause for just a moment, check on the traffic and weather. We will come back and continue the conversation. So if you have had an issue sparked by some of the questions we're getting this morning, don't be bashful. Call us or text us, whichever you prefer, at 615-893-1450. We're focusing on the city of Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro City Council member Austin Maxwell is with us this morning. We'll be right back. On air, online, and on the phone. You can listen to us anywhere. News Radio WGNS is Rutherford County's place to talk. We have this Habitat for Humanity Hammer Down Poker Run, and it originally was for just motorcycles, then we added cars. Now the 14th annual Hammer Down for Habitat also includes a marathon relay run. It is 26.2 miles. The entire event is all on Saturday morning, September the 17th. Register now. now. Get with Habitat for Humanity. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street across from the tall NHC building is an upscale boutique thrift shop. Proceeds from sales benefit Greenhouse Ministries, a faith-based nonprofit serving the underserved here in Murfreesboro. The Garden Patch offers competitive prices on name brand clothing, furniture, large appliances, household items, toys, and more. Shopping at the Garden Patch helps Greenhouse Ministries inspire, give hope, and change lives. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. What were you doing 25 years ago? Jenny May and Dr. Carl Adams dreamed of a beautiful tree-filled campus for senior citizens. On Friday, September 16th, that dream celebrates 25 years. Come to Adams Place and enjoy games for kids and adults, entertainment and food trucks. It's free, Friday, September 16th at Adams Place. 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Good morning. We're in much better shape this morning than we were yesterday. Talk 24 trying to get towards Nashville. It's moving right now on 24 westbound here at 840 as you travel through this section of Rutherford County. Plenty of radar out here this morning up and down 840. Last time we saw some that, where they were really concentrating on radar was over in Wilson County down 840. Hey, Ripley's is hiring for all 10 attractions. Check them out online at ripley's.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Mostly sunny skies here this afternoon, high in the mid-80s. Northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, low near 56. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 57. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. Two powerful FM signals, one AM signal, and online at WGNSRadio.com means that you can listen to us anywhere. AM, FM, FM, online. Hey, welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. Austin Maxwell from the Murfreesboro City Council is with us this morning. And he's getting all sorts of uh, information 
from Sam Huddleston and all sorts of yeah, uh, if, if helpers. I, if I don't know, I'm going to reach out and ask. So, um, <laughs> They're texting him. And <laughs> yeah, so question came up regarding, um, I guess, the, uh, the daylighting of the creek. And just so everybody knows, that area was filled in, you know, around the creek. Uh, and so the area was essentially raised um, 8 to 10 feet. So when we daylight this, you think about your roads, your roads are going to be 8 to 10 feet higher than what they normally were, um, you know, back in the 50s. So that creek, we're going to daylight it, but it's not going to be an issue with regards to, you know, flooding out a road or flooding out the proposed park and things like that. And everybody loves water. Yeah. They, they like to walk along water. Look mm -hmm. at the greenways. That's very popular. So this is going to be sort of a greenway uh, between Broad and mm -hmm. Hickerson Road leading on over to Cannonsburg. Yep. I mean, it, to me, it's kind of like, a, a you know, San Antonio. Uh, my son lived there, you know, for a while. And I loved going down to downtown San Antonio and, and walk along the waterway there. It's beautiful. And... You know, I think it's just going to be great to really help our downtown. Um, there's so many good, positive things that are coming into Murfreesboro, from this particular project to the Notes Live to the, you know, athletic soccer complex on the north north part of town. You know, Murfreesboro will be a destination for people all over Middle Tennessee to come and spend their money and invest it in our community. Um, and then go back to Lebanon or go back to Franklin or go back to, you know, Manchester. I think that's good for us as taxpayers to be pulling in folks into our downtown area. Yeah, it's interesting you brought up the tourism dollars because a lot of people don't realize we're right next door to Nashville. Yes. I mean, whether we like yep. it or not, we are right next door to yep. it. And that has become the number one tourist destination in the world yes according to national geographic and and they should know what they're talking about you know i was watching something on the news here night. they were just talking about things in general about the hotels that nashville's been trying to, to bring in you know from the omni to the jw marriott um and we're going to bring in you know some good quality hotels to where people can come here for a concert people can spend the night in a hotel people can get up the next day and you know, continue to shop. So it's it's just all positives. And I hope we won't have to pay eight hundred dollars for the night. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't think I would pay eight hundred dollars to stay in downtown Murfreesboro. No offense. Or but, Nashville. Or, or Nashville either. You know, I, I don't have those type of pot. You know, types of uh, deep pockets. Now, uh, when you bring up uh, concerts and things, tell us a little more about the notes, uh, because that that has. Uh, really gotten some people excited in a positive way some are excited in a negative way yeah. so how is the city pulling all of that together well you know the the council has voted on it and they're you're obviously moving forward i guess they're still in negotiations i was not part of that vote um you know my understanding is where that will go in there off of medical center parkway um you know, obviously, it's not going to be a 15,000-type seat venue. You know, you're looking at, I want to guess now, probably 2,500, you know, to maybe 5,000-type of seats. But you have a real nice uh, steakhouse, um, you know, so, you know, that folks can even, you know, if you're up along Medical Center Parkway and nothing, you know, wants to... Um, 
you know, I guess satisfy your palate at the time, you can go there for lunch, you can go there for dinner, you know, so it'll be a destination for, for great dining. But also, you know, when we bring in, you know, so many, you know, concert acts and good acts, you know, um, I'm a music fan, um, but I don't like necessarily traveling to Nashville, you know, because of just the commute and then having to commute back. So I look forward to having whatever act it is, you know, country, blues, rock. I think we can pull a lot of folks um, in our surrounding counties coming here and spending their money and staying the night. And I think people can relate to that because you can remember, if you've lived here any time, Elvis Presley coming Mm to MTSU. You too. Frank Sinatra. uh, On and on. Chicago Transit Authority. All of those. Where did Elvis stay at when he came here? I understand he stayed at a house off of Highway 99. I thought I I, I was told he. Bill Wilson would probably know that. If Bill's listening, text in the answer, Bill. Yeah, Bill, or, or give us a call. 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. Who was it? Uh, this came up, not not the house, but uh, some folks at the sheriff's office were assigned to Elvis every time he came to town. Truman, if you're listening, give us a shout. Truman would know that. <laughs> he would, yeah, he would know that. 615-893-1450. Uh, we're curious minds this morning. If you know the answer, call us. 615-893-1450. 1450, uh, and you can even text us, and we won't uh, won't divulge who you are. Uh, that's a good question, though. Yeah, I was I was told, and it's a house there off of 99 as you're going, you know, towards Eagleville on the left. It sits back up off. I was told he rented out that house and stayed at that house. So he was the only just him and his entourage. Him and his entourage, but you know that may be a, a fable. Um, it's a good. It's but good. Though. If it's true, you know we need to get a marker <laughs> up that that Elvis stayed here. Yeah, Elvis so. slept here. <laughs> well, and that sort of goes along with rumors we've heard that he is not dead. He's living in secrecy in uh, Eagleville. Yeah, he is. He, he probably is down there in Eagleville. <laughs> and, uh, who knows? If That's there's right. some good banana pudding, he probably is stuck. You're around. right. Or donuts. Or donuts. <laughs> oh boy, uh, we're talking about. The heart of Tennessee and yeah. some of the great things happening here. Uh, and we have a, another text here. They're asking, what do you see as the next growth area of Murfreesboro? We've seen a lot of growth in the Blackman community. Is there another growth area about to pop open? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, obviously Blackman has really grown. Um, Blackman community I mean, it's just unheard of. I mean, you go back to what, uh, you know, the, you know, Mr. Beatty and his farm and just that entire area for years, and now it's just changed. Personally, this is just my opinion, you know, you drive around town, there's still a lot of area south of town uh, to be developed, and there's a lot of area east of town, east of, you know, DeJarnet, for example. Those are the areas that, if you look around, there's land available, you know, owned by, you know, various, you know, farmers and, and families. So to me, that would be the area that will eventually grow. Because, you know, the west side of town, the Veterans Parkway, that area is going to continue to grow. Eventually, it will tap out. And then the question will be, do we go east or do we go south? Well, the one thing about the west side uh, where Veterans Parkway mm-hmm. is, you have a lot of open space. Yes. Uh, land is not quite as prevalent over toward DeJarnet 
mm-hmm. although you do have a big positive, and that is good soil. Yep. Uh, you've got good soil around Veterans Parkway, yep. but if you go out to the John Bragg Highway, where there are a lot of mm-hmm. pieces of land, you have a lot of rocks. A lot of rock. Which makes it rough yep. for perking uh, the ground. Perking the site. The other thing you're going to look at, too, and this would be more of a question for Darren Gore, is, you know, our sewage, you know, basins. There's only so much, you know, sewage capacity and so many, um, I guess, taps. You know, how many taps can we put in on an existing sewage line? So that's always going to be a constraining factor. Just, you know, for example, up in the Gateway area, you know, you know council approved the uh, TDK project. And, you know, there was one of the things that came up was obviously the remaining capacity in that area in terms of how many, you know, taps could they, you know, afford, so to speak. And so that's going to be something that ever anywhere we, you know, go in what direction is, what is that infrastructure? What is that sewage capacity? Um, you know, there's a rock, you know, great point. But if you don't have the sewage capacity, what do you do then? Here's a, an interesting question. This sort of fits in with some of the things we've heard in the news over the past several months. And they are talking about some of the cities up north that have bad water. Uh, and I'm not sure. It seems like some of the problems are dealing with old pipes. Uh, do we know that our pipes are good? Do we have a is that under control for Murfreesboro? Yeah, a great question. I don't have an answer for that. I know, you know, for us from a, you know, water intake, you know, the East Fork is our primary water intake. Uh, the secondary intake is on Percy Priest. But the issue, I guess, that they're referring to, you know, up in Flint, Michigan, was with regards to, you know, lead in the pipes. And I honestly don't have an answer, um, but it's a question I will ask. Right. This is not around the intakes this is yeah. what takes it takes from it. those places to the yeah. houses yeah i know the water quality report um that i've recently got i, I want to say our water quality report you know we were we were fine we were good there was no issues but it's a good question in terms of the piping you know i guess is what that particular caller is taking in another question this one dealing with the murfreesboro airport with mtsu starting to make the transition to Shelbyville, is that freeing up traffic for local flights? Great question. Um, I'm actually going out to the airport in two Fridays, and that's one of my questions to ask um, Adam, uh, who's the uh, airport manager out there. I honestly don't know. Um, You know, one of the things I did hear uh, from various residents in that area they at times were getting a little annoyed at some of the air traffic coming in, you know, to the airport. Um, so that's something I think we should, you know, if we do have that opportunity, you've got to balance it out. It's it's obviously nice to have increased commercial traffic coming in, but you also don't want to make it a nuisance, you know, for the residents in that area. I think what they were also having issues with, if you're learning to fly, you do what they're calling touch and goes. Mm-hmm. So you come down, touch the touch runway, take off, and go, and you keep doing it, which adds up to a lot of landings and yeah, takeoffs. That's a lot of landings and takeoffs. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Which prevents other people who are doing routine flights uh, from coming into there. Yep. 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment, and we'll be back for the final segment of our broadcast. 
Stay with us. And if you have a question, don't be bashful. 615-893-1450. Our guest this morning from the Murfreesboro City Council, Austin Maxwell. Now, more than ever, start your mornings with WGNS. Swap and shop with Bart Walker. Weekday mornings, 7.50 to 8.10 on WGNS, AM, FM, online. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. The final goodbyes, they're most dear to my heart. This is Jenny Harrison at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. Last funeral that I did, I added a extra ribbon to her paw, and it mentioned her wings were ready, but our hearts were not, and she loved it. Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts, 117 South Academy, just a couple blocks off the square. Plus, we offer delivery to all Rutherford County and as well as surrounding counties. Schedule online anytime. Getting an appointment with Ascension Care Teams at St. Thomas just got easier with online scheduling. Now you don't have to break away from your day to book the care you need when and where you need it. No matter where you are or what you're up to, whether you're a new patient or if you've been here before, just pick the appointment that works for you. Schedule online anytime at GetSTHealthCare.com. Dave Ramsey, America's most trusted money expert. The Dave Ramsey Show, live each day from 1 to 4 on WGNS Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Welcome back. Just a few minutes left. Time is precious. Don't let it slip away. 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. Here's a text from a listener asking about parks. They say we keep getting promised a uh, park in the Blackman area, but uh, it's it's just words. When, when can we go out and enjoy the park? I want to say that's coming up for discussion um, in the future. I don't want to sit here and give them the same answer, but I want to say we're, we're looking at a land swap um, between the city and the county to where, you know, we could actually put in a you know, a school out there, which we desperately need on that side for Murfreesboro City Schools. But I think part of the plan or what is proposed is with that land swap, we would put in, you know, some greenway, you know, type areas or a park type area. But that's just from what I've read. Um, we've still got to work out that deal, you know, with uh, the city and the county. But if that happens, that may be our best option, you know, for that. That's the one with Middle Tennessee Electric, yep. I believe. Yep. So hopefully, and, and that's pretty creative thinking. Yep. Uh, we have some leadership here that is thinking outside the box, and they're coming up with ways on a pretty regular basis of, oh. uh, of coming with solutions. And, and I'll say this, you know, um, in my very short time, and, you know, I've officially been on the council since September 1st, but with everybody that I've met, we have some very um, 
smart and caring people, you know, in city government. Um, you know, when they're looking at stuff, they're looking at what is the best thing for the citizens of Murfreesboro and Rutherford County, you know, because uh, even though it's the city of Murfreesboro, it's 70% of the population of Rutherford County, basically. So we're, we, we don't look at things in a vacuum, but the people that I've met with, they truly love what they do and they care about this community. We have a text here from a listener who's asking about uh, going back to the traffic situation. And they said they were very happy to hear that the city is thinking about looking at one-way streets in the downtown area, that that has proven in other cities uh, as close by as Nashville as a good way to control traffic and uh, reduce some of the traffic jams. When do you think that will happen? Uh, great question. I, I do not know. That's, some, that's probably a question for Jim over in traffic and traffic management. Um, I think anytime you you do that, you just got to make sure the the plan is right and the implementation is right, you know, so that it's not a shock to everybody, you know, if and when that does occur. But great question. I'll have to to discuss that with with Jim. Okay, and be sure and let us know the responses you get yep. on these because we like to pass them on yep. uh, to the audience so they'll sort of have a feel for what Absolutely. what is happening uh, with the school situation. Uh, are we? You mentioned about the need for more schools. Uh, are we already pretty well maxed out in all the facilities we have? We are, I don't want to say we're maxed out. We're blessed that we're not in portables. Um, you know, if you think about the city schools have done a fantastic job of being able to not put kids in portables. We've done cost-effective additions. You know, my kids went to Black Fox elementary and city schools when uh, you know zane Kentrell was the principal and joe thompson and um there was never a portable there and there's still not one there but they did cost effective additions to give us the capacity um at our schools i would say we're at capacity uh trey duke when i've spoken with him you know we desperately need that school on the west side uh, of the city and hopefully we will get that very soon very good uh, what do you think the area that needs new roads? Do we have any areas that are really clogged that uh, other than we've already talked about Thompson Lane and Cherry Lane? Are there some other roads that are problems? You know, um, I'll, I'll do a shameless personal plug just based upon my observations where I live. But, you know, I live on Southeast Broad Street and it's still a two lane road and you get past Rutherford and that's still two lanes. We really need to look at, at turning that into a four-lane road. Um, traffic, I can sit in my office at the house, look out the window, look out at the, the road. Used to never see traffic backing up. Now, routinely at 4 o'clock till about 5.30, 6 o'clock, you'll see traffic backed all the way from Rutherford. Probably a good seven-tenths of a mile back towards Middle Tennessee. So we, we need to do something in that particular part of town, uh, especially south of Rutherford, um, you know, the, the Manchester Pike, for lack of a better term. That four-lane, that needs to be four-lane with the growth that I see that will eventually come out that way as well. The other thing is, anytime there's an accident on the interstate, where they, just like we had one yesterday up there around 78, where they route the traffic, they routed it up, Joe B. Jackson up 41 to get around it. So 
it just makes sense. That's an area of the town that we should take a look at. Now, isn't the Joby Jackson Parkway, is that where Bucky's is coming? That's where the Bucky's is coming. That's where you can get the smoked brisket and the... I've got a granddaughter who <laughs> thinks that's the most wonderful place in the world. I stopped at a Bucky's when I was moving my son from San Antonio to uh, Dallas. And we stopped. And he's like, hey, let's let's stick around and shop. I'm like, no. <laughs> I want to get you moved. I'll, I'll visit Bucky's another day. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some people who just think it's the greatest thing in the world. Crossville's got one. And, you know, my dad likes going there. He likes the brisket. But, now, is he uh, a local in Crossville? Well, he, he grew up in Cookville. But okay. Crossville, that's where him and my, my stepmother live. And okay. that's that's home for them now. So locals do go to Bucky's. Locals do it's go to Bucky's. Not just tourists. Not just tourists. Okay. You know, he likes that brisket there. So I'll have to try that the next time yep. I pass one of those. Absolutely. We have a, a question here dealing with... Uh, with some of the problems that we're seeing uh, with with traffic lights, uh, you'd mentioned earlier about the controlled signals. Is there any money available, any grant money that would? Great question. We've gotten, uh, you know, ARPA funds, um, and we're using those on other things. But that's a great question to, to pose. Is there you know, federal funds or state funds to invest in that. And it's, I'm putting it on my list. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. What about the Murfreesboro Fire and Rescue? Are they, uh, I know we're 1A now, uh, which is great and have been for a couple of years. Uh, Do we, and obviously we probably need to do something to continue with that rating. What, uh, what is in store for us with that, and uh, how is progress on the Doug Young training facility? You know, I do not know exactly the, the progress on the Doug Young training facility. Uh, I'm glad that, you know, Doug did a lot for the city. Uh, it was a big loss to the city and to the council, you know, when Doug, you know, passed. Um, but I don't have a good answer for that. I will say... In general, you know, for our uh, firefighters, paramedics, and police, um, the the biggest concern I have is just making sure that we always have the the best trained and the best paid, you know, firefighters and first responders. You know, there's a gap in pay, you know, between uh, us as a city and say Nashville, and that becomes a retention problem. You know, anytime Metro is hiring. Um, because of a gap, we run that risk of losing, you know, well-trained, well-qualified personnel. So, you know, hopefully in the future we'll be do, doing something to address that because I would say from a rating standpoint, um, your people is what is ultimately going to drive that, that rating. You can have the best equipment, best facilities, but it is the people, it is your personnel, it is your fire personnel that is going to drive that. Now, as far as some of these, these other uh, projects for the downtown area, that you alluded to earlier. We have the old First Methodist Church property. Yep. Uh, doesn't right. look like a whole lot happening there. Then you have, uh, is it Regions Bank? Uh, or Bank of America? Bank of America, right uh, next to First Baptist. And that's, that's next on the line. Uh, and then of course here uh, in the downtown area from where the water department is to the old city hall, the police department building, uh, how are those projects all going? Because they're all 
tied together with downtown? Yeah, they're all all tied together. Um, I'll start with the uh, the water. Um, for example, my understanding is out on Thompson Lane, the city has purchased a property. Um, it would be you know on your right as you're going you know up Thompson Lane right before you get to the Dollar General. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a nice you know brick three-story building and my understanding is that's where we're going to put you know certain offices uh such as the water uh fire and, and other entities that will for help free up that space on uh you know just behind city hall for example um what was the second question you had there part of that that was uh dealing with with the downtown the renovations down. yeah so that's one thing is to move the you know the water uh department and the uh the fire that at least that's my understanding is that we'll move them out there eventually i think they that's uh, joe swanson building i believe um i think he sold it to the city if i'm not mm -hmm, mistaken right. yeah uh and so they own that now and that I believe that is a city property the, now and the reason i know that's a city property is that when i was campaigning i put a sign out there and then i was told you can't put a sign on city property okay. <laughs> good way to learn so, so that's so a good was, way to learn it so it had been city property for a good while then yeah it's been city property i want to say at least since march april perhaps mm -hmm. okay so, you know, there's the, the plan is coming together. You know, it, you know, we renovate this downtown and turn our downtown into a great place. Not that it's a bad place now, but we're going to make it even greater. Um, there is some, some thought behind it. And that, along with the daylighting of the creek, is, is step one. Well, you've heard some exciting things for the city of Murfreesboro. And I want to say a special thank you to Murfreesboro City Council Member Austin Maxwell for joining us this morning. Austin, thanks again. Thank you, Bart. Stay with us. Much more to come right here on WGNS Murfreesboro. Chip is coming up right now on your good neighbor station. <laughs>